this is how to be single and today I have another guest <laughs> I am here with Rumbi she's my girl we met at cheerleading right before we decided we didn't want to do cheerleading <laughs> but really <laughs> yeah we went once and yeah then now that's actually never went so again true. yeah mm-hmm. so Rumbi introduce yourself okay well I'm Rumbi she's <laughs> introduced me I go to Murdoch. I'm studying psychology. I want to specialize in clinical psychology eventually. And yeah, she's brought me here to talk to you guys about attachment styles. <laughs> yeah, because I think it's really cool um, that I have friends in different areas, like on different career paths. And I've always been really interested in psychology and if I didn't do what I did, I feel like I would definitely do psychology because it's just so... I feel like I said it last week. Last week I said I'd do like... I'll do sexology and like intimacy. Really? Yeah, but then also <laughs> like psych- the psychology behind um, intimacy and sexology. Like that's yeah. that's what I would like actually do if I wasn't... Sis, but all like, the readings though. I know, I know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, like it's just so interesting. And I brought her here to just talk about... Um, attachments and everything because obviously like she's learned it at school but of course she's still a student she's still studying she's not a psych yes so don't take all my word as if i'm (laughs) trying to be some psychologist yes as if she's trying to (laughs) diagnose people no i'm just here to share my knowledge i just want you guys to be able to apply these things to your lives um yeah so i don't get paid for any of this (laughs) i'm still (laughs) i'm literally still studying so i'm not a psychologist Yeah, but, like, you still learnt um, a decent amount of information. Yeah. And, yeah. So, basically, before we start, I already said this on the Instagram page. By the way, if you're not on the Instagram page, follow the Instagram page at single underscore underscore. We've had so many new followers, and I just want to say welcome to everybody. So, make sure you keep up with the Instagram page so you can, you know, chime in with the conversation. And I was posting about the dating show, Love is Blind. And then I said I was going to do like a little bit, a little recap, a little thing on that show. And basically, I just, I'm happy, (laughs) but I'm like, what just happened? So if you don't know Love is Blind, it's like really, it's trending at the moment. And I watched it from the beginning because it just it just came out in my what suggestions, yeah. recommendations. I was like, ah, Netflix, you know me well. I trust you. Let's watch this. <laughs> and I was shook people saying, I love you after two days. I was like, what is this? What am I watching? But of course, I kept watching because that's just me. And now it's trending. It's going everywhere. And basically, it's a group of people came and they did blind dating where... They would be um, in the same room, but there was a wall dividing them so oh, that they, so they couldn't, couldn't see each other. other. Yeah. Well, look, I've not like seen it, so yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. So yeah, they couldn't see each other. They were just talking the whole time. But at first it sounded nice. I was like, cool, blind dating. Yeah. But they had to propose to one another Bruh. like <laughs> after after like a week or something. Yeah. After a week of like talking to all these different people, like going on different blind dates, they had to choose like who's going to be... The person, but I'm like, why propose? So yeah. they propose, and then after proposing, the person said yes, no, whatever, and then they met each other and saw each other in real life for the first time, and then they got to go on a honeymoon, um, in Mexico, 
And then that's where they really started building their like physical connection, blah, blah, blah. And then after that, they went back home and lived together and mm-hmm. saw if they can actually live together. And then they got married. They actually like went on, had the wedding. And then at the altar, the person said, I do or I don't. Um, and that's what happened. And then they recently had like the reunion to catch up with the couples and two couples actually like fully got married and they stayed married for a year. No way. And then, um, one couple didn't get married, but they chose to be boyfriend and girlfriend. They chose yeah. to continue a relationship, but just not get married yet. And then two other couples just didn't. They just, they canceled. <laughs> they just broke up. But how that's, long does this go for? Like, uh, says, like how long do like they know each other? It's only a month. About only a month. So with dating shows, I'm just interested. Do you do you actually watch any yourself? Mm, okay, I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not interested in any of those kind Too of shows because I actually think they're so cliche and they just don't depict love in its actual authentic yeah. way. So yeah. no, but I do know of like Love Island yeah. and like obviously Love Is Blind. I know I, the I general concept. Watch them. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, but really? like I have standards. Okay, yeah, no. I have standards. <laughs> I haven't watched maths. I haven't watched Married at First Sight. I have standards. Okay, oh, yeah, I watch certain things. Yeah, no. <laughs> but I definitely watch them. I'm a romantic. Like mm. I fall in love with the storyline. I'm like, ah, it's so cute. Ah, they're going on dates. Like, I. But for me, I don't watch it as I don't watch it as reality. Yeah. To me, it's like a real-ish romantic comedy. Mm. Like, still their characters, even like. People from these shows, I referred them as characters. I was like, oh my god, I'm I love done. the character. Like, literally, I don't know why, but then I'm like, yo, wait, they're real people. But it's actually like acting. Like, you actually, well, maybe it's not really, but that's what I mean. Like, it's not authentic, so yeah. you can't really take their realities as like real. Yeah, I mean? literally see it as a movie. Yeah. But can you name name five dating shows that you know? Well, clearly, Love Is Blind. Yeah. <laughs> um, Love Island. Look, I'm not even gonna lie, I don't know any other ones. We married at first sight, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I know love and hip hop doesn't fall into it. Does it doesn't, it doesn't cancel like, it. Next, 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 next. Doesn't count. Well, yeah, no, nah, those are the only ones Are I know. you serious? Yeah, There's but... one that I know you know. By which The one? Bachelor. Oh, yeah. but I don't watch it either. <laughs> <laughs> Would you go on a dating show and why? Uh, no. No? Why not? Probably not. Because... I don't know. I just think it's not, like, a normal way to, like, meet people. I mean, like, you can do that. It's not odd to go on, like, dating sites as well, you know, and, like, meet people. But I just feel like things have to happen naturally. Yeah. Like, make um, friendships or relationships in a natural way. Yeah. Instead of just kind of being grouped into a bunch of people because you don't know. Yeah. (laughs) You don't know these people and, you know, and it's true that just being close to someone, you kind of become closer to them. And I just wouldn't want to, you know throw all my eggs into one basket right the amount of times i said that on love island (laughs) (laughs) like literally no chance yeah i don't think i would go on it i i personally wouldn't i i i feel like if i was in an alternate universe and like i was me but a different person (laughs) really (laughs) if i was me but i was like the opposite of me i would me being me i wouldn't Mm, but if i was in, in another life I feel like I probably would yeah. because it in, intrigues me the just like being in a room full of different people, getting to know them and like doing the challenges. It's fun going on the dates, like dressing up. It's fun. But mm-hmm. then like the real me, I would not want to do that and then have like 
the rest of the world watch me go on dates and like yeah, I just think it's weird. All that like, stuff, yeah. Even like the kind of shows where you have um that one male and then there's all these girls yeah, and they're the all bachelor. trying to get and I'm just like whoa, like I don't want my man to be like yeah. trying to get to know all these different kind Literally. of yeah, no, that's just not happening. Sorry. Bro. Yeah, so I I wouldn't in another life I would, but in yeah. this lifetime, no, no, <laughs> no, no. So I just wanna I because. Because for me, I was watching Love is Blind and Love Island the same time. Um, I just, I found, they were like, obviously they're both dating shows. But what I found different about them is that Love is Blind focused on the emotional connection first and then the physical connection or physical attraction. And then Love Island mostly focused on the physical attraction first and then the emotional connection. Because in Love Island, oh. the first the first scene, the first time they see each other, I think they're like in bikinis. Oh, really? Yeah, the girls like in bikinis and then the guys are like in their like board shorts and stuff with their shirt off. And it's based on their attraction. So like that's when the first couple oh, up happens yeah. and they choose each other. They choose who they want to like be in a couple with. Based on the chat, like they don't even know their personality. Do they get yet. intimate, like on the first day, or they share a bed on oh, the first okay. night? Like they <laughs> they're sharing a bed the whole time, so it's purely based on that physical attraction first. Yeah. Whereas Love Is Blind, they literally not seeing each other, they're talking, and then only later they see each other and start to like hang out and all that stuff. Yeah. So that's the difference I found. But at the end of the day, people in both those shows got attached in some way. And both shows have an element of multi-dating. And it's like when one person goes to talk to another person, you can see it's like the other person watching mm. them is feels some type of way. In yeah. both in both shows, even the show where it was physical attraction first, like there was still that attachment. And in Love is Blind, like it I felt like it hit harder in Love is Blind because it's like they had this deep emotional connection. Yeah, because they, they didn't like see each other yeah. first physically. And then you yeah, hear this other true. girl talking about their emotional connection. And you're kind of like, oh, yeah. and like you're already getting attached and everything. And with that, I wanted to ask you, what do you think about multi-dating? <laughs> well, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to say I'm now conservative. So in yeah. a sense that I just wouldn't approve of it. I mean, like... Each to their own. Like, people are going to do what they yeah, want to do at the end of the day. You. For me, no. Multi-dating. Like, do you mean in the sense of meeting different people to get to know them? Or yeah, like dating mo- multiple people yeah, at once? Yeah, like dating multiple people at once. Not nah. like being in a relationship yet. Just like going, hang out, get to know all those people. For me, it's like, how are you getting to know someone if you're getting to know multiple people? Does yeah. that make sense? Like, if you really want to form a deep connection with someone, like you wouldn't be going and meeting other people because it's, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like it's the same thing. When you put effort into one thing and you only choose to put effort into that one thing only, it's always going to come out better than you spreading your attention over like five things, you know, like each effort is going to be different. So that's why I'm like in multiple dating, you know, you're just not going to put as much effort as you could into one relationship as you are putting into five. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, that's why I wouldn't do it. <laughs> the idea of it, honestly, it's fun. It's like, hey, multiple dates. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm booked. I'm busy. I'm doing stuff. Yeah. I'm going places. I'm eating out. I'm getting free meals sometimes. Yes, yeah, if you're getting free meals, do yeah, it. Yeah, like but... <laughs> the thought of it. The, to me, the thought of multi-dating and like, you know, in the movies, you see she's on date with this dude. Yeah. They're skydiving. She goes on date with this dude. They're doing this, you know. 
the thought of it to me is like it's fun because it's like meeting new people da, da, da. but then the reality of it when mm-hmm. attachment comes into play for me I'm like I can't do that yeah I because can't. if if we're being friends we're just being friends and I'm hanging out with multiple friends cool amazing fabulous I can do that but if I'm literally trying to date someone it's the thought of it to me is exciting and fun, mm-hmm. but in reality, I really feel like I can't do it because just because of the type of person I am, yeah, and how I like get attached and stuff. It's it like I can't imagine myself going on a date with someone and then the next day going on a date with another with somebody person. else. That's the thing. Like it yeah. takes so much emotional investment to like yeah. do that to just and financial. What you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to like go meet someone and then go meet the next person and it's just like yeah nah that would just be too emotionally draining for yeah me. i couldn't do that. like one time i had i had two dates with two yeah. different people this isn't even that much yeah and that's one it was like saturday no friday i had a date with one person and saturday i had a date with another person yeah. and you know i was like yeah i was like no it's fine it's fine, it's fine. and then like literally last minute ish maybe a few days i was like yo i gotta choose one i can't do this and it's not even that deep it's not even like the final episode of the bachelor where you've got to give one person the rose it wasn't even that deep it was literally just a day and i couldn't do i was like yo nah i've i've got to choose one person i Mm. can't i can't go on both dates and it's not like they were both my boyfriend or whatever did you find like that you built like good connections with each one or like no, it was just because really hard. I couldn't I just couldn't even think of building a connection with two yeah. I couldn't I tried I was like yeah you know I can do two days talking about you know I got my outfits the fun it was fun the idea of it but when I got there and I was like are you are you actually going to be able to sit down with yeah. somebody and then sit down with another somebody the next day like can you actually do that without actually thinking of the person that you were with before yeah i was like no i can't can't. and also i'm just thinking what if you know i get a text message and then (laughs) and it just pops up food now i'm joking (laughs) it just pops up you know or what if you know i'm caught on like a snap story or instagram story and they know each other and it's like what see i don't want to be in any mess like that (laughs) no that's actually quiet so how how long do you think it takes you to get attached that generally to me be personally like, yeah to be like yo i think you know uh i reckon if you could give if i like you yeah. i will get attached pretty quick so yeah. like maybe <laughs> within like the first three days yeah, yeah probably <laughs> around there um but like if i'm still trying to get to know you yeah. and stuff then yeah i'll probably take maybe like a week which is still a pretty week, short yeah. but like <laughs> no i get for me quickly quickly, quickly yes, like as soon as you quick. say you're pretty ah i'm attacked no i'm just kidding i'm My just joking <laughs> for me it's like it depends on how willing the other person is to be vulnerable yeah just how willing they are to really like share and stuff because that's when I, I'm attached. I'm like, oh my God, like you just shared stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll share stuff. And then, yeah. You just go from there. Yeah, and most yeah. of the time it doesn't take too long because, I don't know, I'm pretty trusting. So, yeah. Yeah, no, nah, I don't long. trust easily. <laughs> but I don't know why I get attached so quick, <laughs> which is dumb. So it just doesn't add up. But yeah. like, yeah. So I, how do you know when you're getting attached to someone? Like... When you're like, I'm about to, ah, I'm getting attached. I think it's like more when I think about them a lot, mm. like during my day. Um, 
just like small things hey like yeah. they'll just pop up like even if something reminds me of them like yeah. that's kind of just how i know i'm building like an emotional connection with them and like they're the first person that i want to tell when something Some, good yeah. happens or something bad happens yeah so like that's how I know that I'm building a close attachment to someone. And, like, I want to spend most of my time yeah. with them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mine's yeah. definitely if I I can see them every day and I don't mind. Because yeah. for me, I don't need to see, like, friends or people every, every day, day like that. Yeah. But if I am willing to see someone every day or, like, spend quite a lot of time with them mm. in a short amount of time, that's how I know I'm, like, yo, I'm falling. Yeah. And then also if, like... I get excited if I see, like, their message. Or, like, they make you feel comfortable yeah. when you're around them. Yeah. Because, like, you know, I'm not just someone who always wants to be out there with, yeah. like, a lot of people. <laughs> so, you know, it means a lot when I actually want to spend time with somebody like that. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh, I just know. I can even remember. I can go back to moments where... I get a message for someone from someone and it's different. Now I'm getting excited. Why am I getting excited? <laughs> Back in the day, I'd look at your name. It would be like, yeah. I wouldn't feel anything. But now why am I getting excited, excited when you're messaging exactly. me? You know? And, like, mm, and I'm just like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so as you can tell, obviously, like we've talked about how we're going to um, chat about attachments. And now Rumbi's actually going to go in a bit more detail about attachment styles because we all have different attachment styles and she's just going to go through them um, based on John Balby's, I think yeah. that's how you pronounce his <laughs> last name, Balby's um, theory of attachment. Yeah, so basically the attachment theory is a perspective that was established by John Balby who argued that emotional bonds such as parent-child attachments are biologically based and contribute to a species' survival. So basically, we thrive off of connections with people. And when you're an infant, you build this sort of attachment yeah. to your parent first. So it depends on that attachment that you have with them. That kind of plays out into your attachment mm. later on in life in your relationships with friends or an intimate partner. And, you know, just to actually understand what attachment is, um, it's a strong emotional tie that connects an individual to an intimate partner and consists of affection and a desire to maintain closeness. So, like, you know, you may have wondered why you're more inclined to be attracted to um, certain people or why you're attracted to certain people. Yeah. I, yeah. And then, like, why particular people in your life were not very compatible, but they were as well. So, like, you, you may have, like, tried to understand that, like, you know, like, why am I attracted to these kind of guys yeah. and, like, these kind of girls, yeah, whatever... Um, but I think one thing to understand is that you're not fixed to one attachment style forever. You may display different levels of characteristics from each. However, clearly there will be an attachment that you fall directly under. Yeah. But that does not mean that your attachment style cannot change over time. So, I mean, like when we look at personality, um, we'll use the big five, for example. Um, you may fall under agreeableness and then have like low levels of neuroticism. So you may rank higher in neuroticism and then lower in agreeableness. But this does not mean that you're entirely neurotic, which means that you may display more characteristics of neuroticism, but just less characteristics of agreeableness. But that does not mean you're not agreeable to some extent. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, that's actually me. It's <laughs> funny that she chose those two examples yeah. because... I am I am agreeable, but then also I do show characteristics of neuroticism at the same time. 
Um, so I think it is important to sort of clear out that you're not just fixed to one, to one thing. Particular yeah, you know, style. so like the same idea applies in regards to your attachment style. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll go into explain the four attachment styles. Um, yeah, before jumping into them, I think it's important to understand again that our attachment styles like develop over the first few years of our lives as infants. So we go through many different phases which form our basic attachments in relation to our primary caregivers. So this could be your mother, your father, whoever takes care of you. Yeah. Which then results in our current attachment styles within our relationships and our friendships. So like the first attachment style, right, is secure attachment. So this is kind of where individuals like feel positive about themselves and others and are not afraid of intimacy and abandonment. They can rely on others for a source of comfort and may dislike separation, but can manage it. These people usually have a great advantage in their relationships, so they may not be afraid to like rely on their partners when they need um, some sort of emotional connection or some like, backup. yeah, <laughs> like, you know, when you're going through things, yeah. yeah, like they're not scared to go to their partners and be like, look, like I need you to be there for yeah. me. And like, if their partner needs the same thing, like they're willing to reciprocate the same kind of compassion and understanding. Yeah. And, but the thing to understand is that don't confuse secure attachment for being perfect. Mm. Like, like that nothing's doesn't, perfect. yeah, nothing's <laughs> perfect. So like they experience the same insecurities and loads within their relationships. However, they have a higher sense of emotional intelligence so they can manage or deal with stress in their relationships a lot better. And then we have our anxious resistant attachment. This is where individuals desire intimacy but worry that others don't desire the same intimacy with them. <laughs> they have like a tendency to show indecisiveness within their relationships in regard to like reunion, seeking and resisting contact. So like, sorry, what were you going to say? <laughs> no, I was just going to say this is like this particular attachment style you can really see it on social media like it's yeah, really facts. trending like all the like the memes or the the um tweets that you and they're see like and yeah no nah, i'm not about to get into yeah, this like yeah, no, no. this is like the style that's trending and i feel like i like a lot of people feel like they're under this style because yeah. they see so much of it that oh my god i can relate oh my god like <laughs> you know but it's just because it's trending right now it doesn't mean that you yeah. like yeah exactly no that's true um they're attracted to the idea of like a saving love so where their partner needs to do the saving or they do the saving yeah you can see that with like rob and china's relationship everybody yeah. went crazy and they're all like you see you need like a good woman that can yeah. or like you need a good man that can da 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 and you can just really see that social media has that underlying tone of like anxious resistant yeah. attachment style and that kind of like adds trendy. into a lot like the media influences this a lot um they also display characteristics of like clinginess <laughs> and obsessiveness overthinking the and way I have constant so reassurance <laughs> oh, th this is this whole thing is just memes all this clinginess <laughs> You know the memes, it's like when he says he has to go, but like, but you're like no, no. how my girlfriend looks when I need to go, but I've literally spent the whole day with her. You know that meme? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen Legit. it. <laughs> like, honestly. Yeah, so, um, yeah, and they also suffer from like low self-esteem and low autonomy. This is usually just like people who haven't been really like secure with their parents, so they struggle a lot to like 
form intimacy with others so they constantly need reassurance like yeah you want me in your life like tell me you stuff. want yeah, me yeah like <laughs> Um, so the next one's avoidant dismissive attachment. So this is where individuals tend to feel positive about themselves, but do not trust others. They avoid intimacy and portray that they're not worried about it. So yeah. these are your people that be like, you know, if you break up, what feelings, yeah, I don't catch feelings. Or, I don't meme. need you in my life. Another whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so they display like little separation anxiety and have tendency to like avoid, ignore their need for attachment. So... Um, you know, space is essential in a healthy relationship. However, they seek it more to know, to like avoid or push away yeah. their partners. Yeah. But like humans need relationships to thrive anyways. So like, yeah, you know, there's no such thing as kind of like, oh, I don't need you or like whatever it is in yeah. my life. Yeah. Like everyone kind of needs relationships to thrive. We definitely do. Yeah. And they have like fewer closer relationships with people. Um, then you have your disorganized, disorientated attachment. This is where individuals display anxiety about abandonment and fear of intimacy. So like these are individuals who are like sensitive to rejection. They kind of gravitate towards you a lot, but then they will jump back really quickly. Yeah. So that they're really, For safety. Indi- yeah, they're like really indecisive and yeah. you know, they may have had people in their lives who have shown them so much love and care and then they've yeah. had people who've like really abused them. So they just don't know where they sit, which is yeah. why it's like disorganized and disorientated. Mm. Yeah. I, I see a bit of them, each of them in our like social media world now, but yeah. mostly the anxious, resistant attachment. Yeah. And the avoidant distant attachment. Mm. Those are the two that I really, really see across memes and everything. And I feel like a lot of people have taken them upon themselves yeah. because of how much memes we've seen. Because some memes are like, oh my God, I can relate. But then it's like, actually, no, I can't. Yeah, like you know? media really <laughs> yeah. like fuels this a lot. Like sometimes media can kind of make you feel like you just fall into this one attachment and, like, that's just kind of how you are. And, yeah. And then it just keeps feeding into that. But, like, you know, people need to understand that these things can change. Now we're going to talk about a little bit about our own. I did a quiz. Rumbi just knows. <laughs> because, obviously, she's done this work in class. But yeah. for me, I don't do psychology. So I did a little quiz. And my quiz basically said that I have a secure attachment style. And um, we're just going to talk about... The pos- a positive and a negative trait within our attachment style. Because I know that secu- with a secure attachment style, it sounds like, oh, everything's amazing, it's secure, it's great. Mm. But there's, like, why do I still struggle then? <laughs> like, yeah, we all be struggling. Why do I still struggle? <laughs> so, yeah, a positive um, trait that comes with having a secure attachment style is emotional intelligence, as Rumbi already mentioned. Mm-hmm. And I kind of knew that I had emotional intelligence because... From the big five higher order personality traits, I show traits of neuroticism. And side note, the downside of having that personality trait of neuroticism is that you often feel anxious, lonely or sad. But having that personality trait allows you to be empathetic and have that emotional intelligence which correlates with my secure attachment style. And it's positive because being emotionally intelligent helps me to 
understand people, understand, you know, be I can be really understanding in relationships and empathize and I'm good at putting myself in other people's shoes so that yeah. I just I don't just respond like crazy. <laughs> I can actually take a step back and be like, okay, wait, how are they feeling about this? And then I can respond. Yeah. So that's a really great thing about my attachment style is that I'm emotionally intelligent and I can empathize with the other person. Um However, a negative trait is that I am very trusting. You know, I have great... Really? That's a negative? This is... It's... No, like, it's a positive... It's it's a trait, right, of having a secure attachment style. But it can also be negative. Oh, yeah, like, if you trust too much, then you... Yeah, so the trait is that you have greater trust, intimacy, and affection because of your secure attachment background. Mm -hmm. But the negative that I've gotten from that is I get attached quicker because I presume that the person isn't going to hurt me because I trust you because I have that secure attachment that, you know, like, this is good, you know. Mm -hmm. They're not going to hurt me. I trust them. They're fine. So that's why I'm quick to, like, get attached. I'm quick to, like, show affection and be like, oh, my gosh, like, I appreciate you so much. You're so great. Oh, my gosh. Like, I want to spend time with you all the time. Like, I want to be with you, everything. Like, I'm really quick to do that and I get excited, Mm -hmm. which is not good because if it's not the right person, it just, it really hurts at the end. and you ain't trying to trust everybody. Yeah, so I am just very trusting because of that, but then being very trusting hasn't, really been the best for me because I have gotten in some just some really not nice situations (laughs) (laughs) like yeah it's just like from just being too trusting and that's the negative that I get out of that person that um trait that attachment style that yes it's great you know you have a secure attachment style but because it's secure and you assume that you know people have good intentions Mm. you are more trusting and you you allow yourself to be vulnerable a little bit quicker than others yeah but then it it can backfire if it's the wrong person because you kind of just expect people to treat you the way that you yeah and that's something that i've really had to unlearn is Mm. that not everyone is gonna love me (laughs) like legit like not everyone is going to like show me love not everyone is gonna be trustworthy Mm. and that's been hard like obviously we've had conversations yeah yeah. (laughs) you know and I'm just like I'm like damn like why why was I so trusting and it's like you know mm, well so for you I fall under the anxious, resistant attachment. The meme one. Yeah, the real, real meme <laughs> the one. The meme one. Yeah, like, I desire intimacy and, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. I'm, <laughs> Look at her trying not to I'm just show like, feelings. Oh, why do I have to be like this? She's like, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, like, what's that? <laughs> that's ghetto, sis. <laughs> you no, catch feelings, that's ghetto. That's ghetto. Nah, look. Yeah, so I'm the anxious, resistant attachment. So a positive that I feel, there's not that much that's positive about it, but like, <laughs> I feel like just being able to be intimate with people, that's like a positive, like not being scared to be intimate. But then obviously there is a downside that like, yeah. I worry about people being intimate with me in a sense, like yeah. actually wanting a relationship with me. Which is why I'm very closed off with like making friends and stuff like yeah. that. Because I'm like, eh, like, do you actually want to be my friend? Or like, what's going on here? Like, yeah. But um, yeah, I can't really tell you a positive that I personally feel. 
Like, I think is. the intimacy one, that's a proper positive because yeah, the first but time... I'm like, it's like, I'm no, not really... The first time we literally had a conversation, you told me your whole life story and it was just easy Okay, and then I'm just a bit too open. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's another problem. No, but it was good because obviously, like, you, you can... Because you're not that with just everybody, yeah. right? You can sort of suss out, you know, who, who can I actually tell and it's not totally hard for you once you suss out who's actually trustworthy. Like, it's not hard for you to actually be intimate and share and okay. like be so open. yeah that's it's true really i feel good. like um okay yeah, good. that is a like, positive <laughs> it's good because you're not just out here trusting every jack and jill like you're assessing yeah. it you're like okay now i can, I can actually be open with and you. you can actually be like open open like yeah. i mean that's actually true i can good. be more open that i've noticed than other people like other people might not talk about certain things that have happened in their lives and yeah certain, yeah like i just kind of yeah, I feel like I overshare sometimes. Not, but then like. But I feel like you do it with like people that you've assessed that you can see, like you can trust them. Because yeah. I really like, I wouldn't see you just like telling your whole life story, like to any, just yeah, share, no, that's true you know, to anybody and yeah, all, yeah. But I think that's maybe a positive. Um, it is. What do you mean maybe? <laughs> but then there's the negative. Um, I think that's like my constant need for like reassurance mm. i think within relationships like i always need to be reassured that you want to be in this relationship yeah. with me whether it be intimate or like within friendships like just the smallest things will make me feel like oh i've done something wrong like yeah uh, like oh like maybe i should just like leave him alone and then i just disconnect from you and then i act like oh yeah i didn't know you but like <laughs> but like deep down i'm like, uh, like. <laughs> so like that's probably like a real negative because it really affects like a lot of my relationships with people because yeah I'll like get to know people and then just a small thing happens and I'm just like well I don't need you like <laughs> this is like bye like but it's quiet I'd just be crying inside so it's like <laughs> yeah so that's my negative yeah that is yeah and how you were talking about how you can sort of fall under two I definitely think my underlying attachment style is the anxious resistant yeah. one that you just said because again that like need for reassurance it's like I like I like being reassured mm. because I think the worst I'm just like okay then they don't want to be friends with me okay that's fine <laughs> like they don't want to be friends legit I'm done that's actually no so literally true. and like two two situations both recent where yeah. there was one with um one of my friends. She gonna hear this and she's gonna be like, well. <laughs> but literally, I was like, I don't know, something happened. And like, cause I wasn't feeling like there was reassurance yeah. because I just I just didn't know. I didn't know where we're at. And I was like, look, maybe like we just shouldn't be friends anymore. <laughs> literally. The shade, like, the whole tree. Nothing. I was literally like, maybe like we shouldn't be, but I didn't say in like an like a get like love and hip hop. Yeah. Well, we shouldn't be friends. <laughs> I was like, I was like, look, like maybe it's time for us to like release each other. That's literally yeah. what I said. I was like, maybe we just shouldn't be friends. Then she was like, no. Are you dead ass? <laughs> she was like, no, we're going to work it out. And I was like, okay. But then like, that's kind of the reassurance yeah, it's I reassurance need. Because otherwise again. I'm like, okay, maybe we shouldn't be friends. Um, and then with another dude, he was just moving mad. Like he was just, really? he was just starting to like say things that alluded to like, I don't want you anymore. But I don't. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I know, know what you're talking about. <laughs> I didn't know if that's what he was saying or not. So I was like, you know what I said? What? Um, <laughs> to his face with my chest. I was like, 
All right, maybe we should cancel it then. <laughs> well, you did us. You were so straightforward. Legit, I was like, okay, like, should we just cancel it? Like, yeah. legit, I was like, cancelled. And then, yeah, like, because I didn't know. Like, he was moving mad. Maybe he wasn't even thinking that. But then yeah. I planted it because I, think I didn't it's the hardest. have any it's like a mental. Yeah, it's like a mental thing a lot with um, that attachment. Like, yeah. your brain plays games with you, yo. Legit, like. like, even not, um, te- like, not talking to someone for mm-hmm. a while i don't know i don't have that reassurance i don't have that dialogue yeah like to know that like, we're oh, cool. are we like friends or yeah. like are we not friends like what happened and then it's yeah. like relax exactly no, that's actually <laughs> relax we just haven't spoken in a while but like relax like, we're just busy we got lives you know? we're doing things but legit, yeah that's, that's like true. what i go it goes through my head mm. so i can definitely see how some Before, things yeah. like i can resonate with under the uh, uh, anxious resistant attachment i'm trying to think like what else I've learned of? Yeah. Like, sometimes I think I could be disorganized in yeah. a sense, in a sense that, like, I'm sensitive to, like, rejections. So, yeah. Yeah. I'd be, like, pulling myself, like, really, real away from people so that I just don't, like, feel that. But then, I don't think I'm secure at all, okay? I don't yeah. think that. But I think emotional intelligence in the sense that I can empathize with people. Yeah. It's, like, one of the positive traits that I feel like, like I have, like, yeah, but then I also am quick to kind of be like, like, buy, like, get out of here, like, <laughs> so it's like, it's like an, avoid up, it. yeah, like, avoid it's, it. it's real, real <laughs> low, like, but I do display some characteristics, yeah, yeah so, like, yeah, I feel like I can get something out of all of them, because yeah. even the disorganized, I can get the, um, the sensitive to rejection, and that's yeah. why it's like, I'll cancel it first, <laughs> Like, you know, if like, I, just not trying you know, to get rejected. I canceled it first, I still feel rejected because yeah. then you agreed. You didn't then reassure me and be yeah. like, don't cancel and it. Like, like, bye. I don't have feelings or stuff. You know? But after like my chat with my friend, I was buzzing. I was like, I canceled it. And they said, no, they wanted me to stay. I was buzzing. I was like, yes, yeah, I'm wanted. <laughs> and then you probably went home and cried. Toxic. Toxic. <laughs> I was like, yes, I'm like, like, I'm good. Like, I'm good, you know? Oh my gosh, I'm so good. Funny. I don't even feel, I don't even have any second thoughts about that friendship now because I'm good. It actually makes me think of loving hip hop <laughs> so much. Like, the way that they'd be like, oh, I don't care. Like, and then they're actually mad. They're actually the, crying. The, the fuming. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh. So, we just have toxic traits. Yeah. <laughs> Which toxic. We all do. We all have toxic traits. But I mean, like, that's the point of actually understanding your attachment style so you can yeah. fix it. And, like, but, like, that part, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to give her airtime, that side of me that, like, wants to break yeah. up with people just so they can chase me back and then run away. Because that's, like, I'm not trying to give her airtime. I'm not I'm trying done. to, because it's great when I genuinely feel like this person, like, doesn't want to be friends with me. Yeah. Let me pull back. It is a nice reminder and reassurance that it's, like, no, it was in your head. They actually do want to be friends. Mm-hmm. But I just don't want to, I don't want to feed that and start making it a toxic trait of mine to cut people off just to see oh. how they'll respond because that is not healthy. Yeah, it's really And that is not. not what I'm trying to do. Like I said, we all need, like, connections, like, humans strive yeah. for relationships. Yeah, I think mine just has to be, like, being secure in relationships. Like, I need to really learn that, like, yeah, not everyone doesn't want to be friends. Like, yeah. you know, like, you actually have people genuinely want to get to know you. But then sis is just like, no, don't play yourself. What are you talking about? <laughs> and even with, with dating, because, like, we've been talking a lot about, like, dating and stuff. That's yeah. sort of been the theme of this um, 
seasons yeah and these episodes <laughs> <laughs> it's been about dating and breakups and and stuff like that and being mm. single when you're trying to date and everything and i feel like this is one of the very 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 important episodes that um i've done that can really help you once you grasp this knowledge and grasp this theory i feel like it'll really help you understand yourselves when it comes to dating or friendships in general like your relationships because like doing this really helped me sort of see where i have gone wrong Mm. and how i can go about things you know when i'm better yeah, yeah like when i'm dating and stuff like that i mean even just knowing like your partner like let's say you're in a relationship and you know which attachment they fall under. Yeah. Like, you may have not sat there and be like, look, take this quiz. Like, I want to know your attachment. <laughs> no, that's me. Yeah, but like, <laughs> I'm like, take this love languages yeah. quiz. But like, <laughs> I mean, just knowing which one they may fall under, like just observing from their characteristics, you can kind of understand like what kind of arguments you get into. Like, yeah. why you're always disagreeing on certain things or why certain things are positive in your relationship. Yeah. Like, you know, this is why I say it's important to kind of understand this so that, you guys can fix your relationship, you know, and not be yeah, so fix like, yourself, yeah, yeah, fix yourself, <laughs> fix ourselves. Yeah, everybody. facts. But yeah, now that we know our attachment styles, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do next? What are you gonna do next? Now that you've, you know, learned about this a little bit, what Since are you gonna do? Feelings are ghetto. Huh? <laughs> feelings are ghetto. Feelings are ghetto. <laughs> How are we gonna? Okay, what's? I challenge you guys to think of something that you can do to take a step what for you what what do you think and um, then i'm gonna think of mine what can i do personally what i could do <laughs> is be more like uh, i'll be more open to be honest i'll be open like, if, <laughs> if i know you but like just more comfortable and secure i think yeah and um not letting my emotions get the best of me because I let my emotions run and, like, mm. they just dictate, like, a lot of situations and that's really unhealthy because, yeah. <laughs> like, you could be in a good mood or, like, a bad mood and then, you know, you just let, like, all your anger or, like, um, sadness or whatever, like, make decisions when you could just kind yeah. of sit back and be like, okay, you know, I'm feeling this feeling and it's okay to feel this way, whatever, whatever, and just kind of reflect reflect i think that's the biggest thing is just reflecting on situations and yeah letting your emotions get the best of you yeah Yeah. i'm going to stop assuming i'm gonna stop assuming that you know everybody loves me and i can just tell everybody my whole life (laughs) um and then i'm gonna stop assuming that People don't want to be friends with me anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Say me up. I'm going to stop assuming. That's my two things. I'm going to stop assuming and actually go get the answers myself and not just assume and draw conclusions from my own assumptions that are not even accurate. (laughs) Talking about let's cancel it. Talking about let's release each other. Let's not be friends anymore. Like, who am I? (laughs) I'm done. But, yo, it's been nice. It's been nice chatting to you yeah. about this. I Thanks really for hope... having me. Oh, pleasure. My <laughs> pleasure. I really hope that you guys got something out of this. And do the quiz. Do a quiz. Or do more research into this to 
accurately find out what your attachment style is because you know some quizzes are you know but anyway i hope that you guys are having a good night or morning or afternoon whenever you're listening to this don't forget you're blessed to be a blessing and catch you in the next episode of how to be single <laughs> i just went british i'm done <laughs> <laughs>